Each month, myself and other Irrational Passions members will play through a new game. Modern to retro, obscure to popular. Games we've played before and those we have. We'll be hitting checkpoints as we go and discussing our experiences. Play along with us and join in the discussion. This is Video Game Book Club. Welcome back, everybody, to Video Game Book Club. This week, we're continuing to constantly dismember space zombies with Dead Space 2. And once again, I'm joined by fellow my fellow Irrational Passions compatriots and newly knighted Destiny 2 raid champions, the yin to my yang, Mr. Mike Burgess. It's over. <laughs> it's, no, it's never over, Mike. Don't you know? No, please. <laughs> Get me out of this mine. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the man the myth the legend mr alex o'neill you know like in the in the heat of all of this red dead rockstar labor laws i'm glad that my team is coming out and, can, and really like coming forward about how much rating i'm making them do i'm playing 100 plus hours of destiny 2 every single day for saying it's come out I'm being overworked just not letting mike rest at all absolutely destiny, destiny fire teams need unions Exactly. Six hundred or bust, Mike. Anything below that, you're dead to me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. I, sorry. I can't be uh, the other raid people in there who were six hundred like two weeks ago or something crazy. Pretty much. We're trying. We're trying our best. Please take us out of these dark. This dark thoughts, Scott. Please. Yeah. yeah. Dead Space Two was the From video one. game we played. Exactly. Last week we started Death Space. We played through the first five chapters, and Isaac wakes up. He's crazy. They're on some Titan station with some crazy church people, and Necromorphs are taking over, and some people get shot up by a gunship. It was a good time. Yeah, good time. That lady got shot up. A lot of horrific murder. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of dismemberment and gruesome, creepy babies or creepy toddlers because. I encountered the babies for the first time in this one before it was toddlers yeah there's like two steps of babies too there's two kinds of baby monsters oh i only yeah. had i've only had boom babies the other ones are the ones with like the little three tentacles that come out they're actually oh, babies yeah, too. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck those yeah fuck those hardcore <laughs> yeah i was gonna say for yeah full disclosure i think i i captured the footage for this this episode so the footage you'll see i give scott the editor full permission to just put a death count on that because i <laughs> in this in this current age of in the last sections I, I felt i was feeling pretty all right but i think it was also like there's a little bit of a gap between playing through those first five chapters to this mm -hmm. so like you'll notice early on there's i <laughs> i die quite a lot because i'm like trying to just remember the buttons on that alone yeah and then but then like even when i start remembering the buttons i still just like die a lot I have a difficulty related story for later on once we're kind of toward the end. So I, oh, yeah, I you feel played you. it. You're playing this on hard or very yeah. hard. Yeah. Right? I'm play it was on I think Survivor is the hard mode or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. okay. Probably regretting that decision. I have changed difficulty favorite. settings. Don't worry, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we pick up in chapter six. We've recently flown through space and a gunship's exploded and we're landed in like a 
um, school-ish apartment area. Yeah. Um, and Strauss is talking about how memories are coming back about the sessions, and Isaac's like, I still don't have those memories, and Strauss is like, oh, you're gonna get fucked up when you do. Um, yeah. Let me tell you how fucked up it gets, man. It's... Who is... I mean, it's been pretty pretty fucked yeah. up so far. Just yeah. Like horrible, yeah. horribly mutated, like, human bodies yeah. trying to rip rip him to shreds, and he's, like, seeing visions of his dead girlfriend this entire time that, that continues yeah that ain't no thing you yeah. know just a tuesday <laughs> you know yeah just every every so often you know flung into flung into space by a gunship he's been flung into space i feel a couple times or by the end of this he's been flung through space a couple times. at least three times yeah. are you flung through space in these five chapters alone so yes yep uh, Props to whoever made the uh, the suits, though, because they're pretty damn yeah. sturdy with all the punishment. They got those like foldable helmets, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's definitely something you notice when you uh, start dying a lot in this. Is like <laughs> you're you're he's mostly okay for mm-hmm. all of it, but then as soon as his health drops, he just like literally explodes into multiple sections with like blood and bones everywhere. You're just like, wow, that was like immediate. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna ask, Scott? I'm curious. Again, go, um, going through your first Dead Space game. Yeah, is is there a connection from the first game? Who that um, military guy that keeps talking to you? Tidman. Tidman is that his name? Tidman, I think. Uh, absolutely no connection. No idea where okay. he comes from. He shows up. Yeah, they they like establish that like government force basically like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's kind of really. It. They mention well, okay. the Church of Unitology a lot in the first game. Yeah, um, that's, about, that's about it. But that's it. Because yeah. that's the thing of like also in Dead Space Two or Dead Space One to like give you an idea of how vague it was. I don't even think uh, the main character he's voice acting in this. He didn't. Yeah, he was a silent protagonist in the first one. He was a silent protagonist protagonist in the first game. So like they kind of upped a lot of that like story aspect stuff. Mm-hmm. In it's like a lot of this stuff is like actually being introduced first time in this game. Really. Yeah. Okay. That because it. And they mention Operation Endgame being in effect. Um, so we're walking through the school and nursery area. And with the mines, I thought was was really cool. Like the first time you encounter one of those floor mines, like a broom just falls on it and it goes mm-hmm. off. And it's like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, very creepy you know? too. It like goes with yeah. the aesthetic very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they do a lot of they do a lot of like smart things. Like when the first time they introduce a lot of those necromorphs, like or like weird new things, they do a good job of like introducing it. So like when you see it again, you like know what you're in for, but also like you're more than likely just like screwed because it's in like a way worse situation to be like. It's like oh this this situation's like good because you saw it coming, but most other situations you might have not seen it coming, and then you're just like horribly murdered. Oh yeah, I've walked into hidden mines. Far more than I would like to admit during yeah. this play, uh, this week's. It's the little groaning mind guys, the little mm-hmm. little guys that cough yeah, up. Like, they suck. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like cough, like <laughs> acid loogies. There's crazy. plenty of times where it's like I just wa- I just like see a long corridor and I just stop and then just like light, look everywhere I can. And every corner <laughs> Are you sure? The most unsettling noise. Yeah. Yeah. I will admit, especially in this 
second group of chapters, I've noticed how important sound, how important the sound is in this game. Yeah. Just with telegraphing like the monsters that are around you, and um, it really adds to the very disconcerting and uncomfortable nature of the game. Mm-hmm. Which I felt more in this group of chapters than I did in the previous five. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, because you're definitely seeing a lot more like multiple enemy types like grouped up together coming at you. Definitely mm-hmm. more in these chapters than like these earlier chapters were definitely just kind of throwing them at you to introduce you to them. Where in these chapters, I felt like, all right, now I'm seeing like the the spitty the spit up vomity guys. But also, I'm seeing those like charging dudes that kind of sneak and hide around. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. they're all kind of right coming at coming at you at once in some of these chapters. So yeah, like the it's good to have those mm-hmm. very distinct sounds. The stalker, especially like when it like yells as it's charging mm-hmm. you, it's great because because we had a few of those encounters in this chunk of yeah. of chapters. Uh, like there are times when they're like running around and you see them, but you don't hear them yelling, so you know they're not charging you. But it's like somehow more unsettling to to hear and see yeah. that um and then there are times when uh like you don't know that they're in the room like maybe you thought you got all of them you turn around and you look back and you see one like quietly running behind two containers and it's like oh fuck oh i know yeah. i knew that exact area you're talking about i died a lot in that yeah in me that, too uh, that one um i would say like the the sound design here isn't as strong as the first one um just for your reference, Scott, because like okay. on the Ishimura, like you hear things like clattering that yeah. that is never yeah, resolved. Like you just oh, hear stuff yeah. all the time, like in the distance, you don't know. and you don't know what it is. And they never, yeah. you never get an answer to that question. And like that still haunts me to this day. Like it is yeah. really, really unsettling to be on the Ishimura, which obviously you get a little bit of a taste of that here too. But yeah. Um, yeah, they they definitely changed tact, and I think I I like how they do it in Dead Space too. I think I just like Dead Space ones more. Yeah, very interesting. But we get to, uh, so we walk through some areas, and then we get to there's that giant fire going on in front of you, and you have to like remove all the air mm-hmm. out of the the room. I thought that was kind of a cool touch. It was better than just mm-hmm. putting a power source and then turn on the fire extinguishers you know it added it was a bit interesting and i was confused for a little while because i just i like replaced one of the air vents or something but the then, same thing yeah and i was like what's supposed to happen i was like why so, can't i go up to the ceiling what's up here yeah yeah <laughs> so that one that one perplexed me for a little bit and then i felt like a total idiot once i finally figured it out it's like oh there's three of them and i have to unplug all of them yeah yeah. It was like the part, the very easy part after that, where you have to take one of the power cells into the next room and plug it mm-hmm. in to like turn on the elevator that I got stuck on. I was like, "What am I doing? What am I doing wrong?" Oh, yeah, what is, what is this? I think I think the another thing when uh, that was good for the sound stuff was, isn't that like the one of the first times like you're in that big environment? And they also start throwing enemies at you when you're in zero space, mm-hmm. so you just kind of have the those like they're my least favorite ones, but it's like the the, like basically like scorpion almost looking with dudes with three tentacles on the back two are but not the baby ones but they're i guess it's like the dudes with like that like run on like they're like hind like, oh arms, yeah and they have like the spiky tail and like the things I hate yeah those guys suck yeah those are yeah 
Those guys are annoying. No doubt. Because I think it was... I don't know if it was around this point. I think it might have been right after in this in the next chapter where... I think I said I said a lot in the last episode. I think the plasma cutter is still my favorite weapon. But I completely forgot about... I think it's called... I think it's just called like like the buzz... Like a buzz saw. The buzz saw, like yeah. Buzz. Oh, yeah. I think it's just all it's called. And like I just forgot how just like... That's just like so satisfying and good to use weapon i love that thing yeah. so much the ratchet and clank like, weapon yeah i've just never uh, that's a good one i got it and then like like i i saw it like in the shop when it like appears and i immediately remembered i was like oh my god that right this thing bought it and i've never looked back and i just continue i pretty much have up like mostly only upgraded that and i just uh, that's that gun's just it's so good for every situation because like We'll get into other enemies later mm-hmm. that are just like way bigger dicks than even these guys, <laughs> and it's just that moment of like seeing an enemy and being like, "I do not want to deal with you, motherfucker." Yeah. Stasis, and then just like put a buzz saw in front of you, and then just stand there and with this with this yeah. buzz saw, the, the, the fucking saw just like spinning in its face until all its body parts like fly off in slow motion. That's and I'm pretty just, good. Like, felt fuck felt, yeah, very good. I'm hoping there's some good like, shots of that in the in the video. There's there is that i would not lie like what you will you will see like the point in the game in the footage of where i don't have that and i'm dying a lot and when i finally get it and i'm just constantly using it and still dying a lot but just i'm pretty much just using that constantly um but i still use the plasma cutter a bunch though and upgraded mm-hmm. that i upgraded that to like I I've just had like I've just been trying to increase its capacity just because I like being able to like rapid fire it and have a, like a rapid fire thing now. Mm-hmm. So that's tr- pretty satisfying to use it like that too. Yeah, I've upgraded the plasma cutter to the point where now it sets dudes on fire. Yep, that's pretty sick. Me too. Wow. That's what um besides the plasma cutter and the buzzsaw, what are what weapons are people using in their in their playthrough? I'm literally just using the plasma cutter and the pulse rifle. Yeah. Just to con- like keep my ammo as consolidated as possible. Yeah. And that way I can sell any extra bullshit ammo that I do get and I can just buy more plasma counter ammo. Yeah. I just I have those two guns. I have this the spear, the javelin gun, mm-hmm. which I I don't really like that's like the thing I end up using the least, even though like it's not terrible, but like I prefer every other and I have and I have the pulse rifle. Those I just have those four and I've only been using those four. Yeah, I've been using plasma cutter. I use the javelin actually a good amount, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially with monsters that are coming like charging at me on the floor. Um, with the alternate mm-hmm. fire of it electrocuting an area, I find that it's really good to take on like the babies or the toddlers or the little crawly dudes that will jump on you because they'll die really quickly and just shoot yeah, them right. where they're walking and kind of set up a trap and then shock them. Works really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, plus, I should, if you, I should use that more, yeah, yeah. But I, I pretty much never use that. Plus, when the the stalkers are charging at you, if you hit them with the javelin and then electrocute them, it usually take them out in one hit, or like one combo of those two. Oh, okay. So, um, I usually just had the um, for the for the stalkers specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, well, once I got the buzzsaw, I just use the buzzsaw on them too because it just kind of works on everything. Mm-hmm. But I was using the pulse rifle, where I would just kind of, if I didn't have any stasis, I would just pull that out. And just wait for him to run at me, and then just kind of like spray at their feet till they till they lose mm-hmm. their legs, and then then I just kind of like 
take their legs out and then just like gun them down as they're like yeah. crawling on the ground. Yeah, I have my yeah. stasis upgraded pretty much fully at this point. So I'll stasis the stalkers, take one, go for the legs, of course. Uh, then I'll like just take a claw off of them and I'll use them against the rest of them because I can usually line it up pretty easily. Right. Nice. Yeah, the buzzsaw I also have. Um, it's so good just chucking buzzsaw, like the shooting the blades out. Mm-hmm. So rewarding. It's a good sound too. Yeah. Oh, it is. And the least, like my last resort weapon is kind of that pulse rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it like the uh, the adolescent or not adolescent, like the toddlerish. Mm-hmm. ones like it'll usually take them down in two hits the pulse rifle will so i'll use that instead oh. of plasma that's, cutter that's ammo a, that's a, that's in hard mode because in normal mode they're just they're one-shotted by everything yeah kids. i know so i'm, I'm, I'm struggling just, against this I, wall of children yeah. um I'm just, I'm just dumping any pretty much any weapon i have into them and they're just like falling into pieces i'll uh yeah. i'll use that on like the little triangular suction guys too that'll latch on to oh, you yeah 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 those are miserable but uh yeah i don't know i i've played i've played with all the weapons like i remember them i i just mm-hmm. when i play dead space i usually only use the plasma cutter like the first game i will only use the plastic plasma cutter yeah and there are less weapons but there's some pretty cool ones in there like the line launchers in there the pulse rifles in there mm-hmm. yeah but um i do remember i don't know if you guys have used it the uh the contact beam, which I don't think we've gotten yet, um, is very good. Um, and also the uh, the mine launcher is very good. It's very good for the stalkers, which is why you start kind of getting yeah. ammo for that right before them. Yeah, I remember. I mm-hmm. remember that distinctly, like getting that and being like, "I'm good." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have the schematics for those weapons, but I haven't bought them. Yeah, um, or tried them out. Yeah. The mine, but. the mine launcher is the only one I remember like really liking in my repertoire. Okay, so I'll recommend that one. Cool, I will have to check it out. But after we put out the giant fire, we go into our predator fight too in the giant container room with all the the stalkers. That one, that one took. That was that one. Yeah, was tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one in Chapter 9, I had a bigger issue. Yeah, that was a much harder one that, for me. That was yeah. really bad. But we worked through there, and we come to a brand new lady who doesn't appear to be a crazy church lady. Ellie, Ellie. from The Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> Here in Dead Space 2. Looking for, yeah. looking for Joel, who died. It's weird, because... Last of Us 2 spoilers. Face Joel. This is, again, we talked about this last episode three years before The Last of Us. There's a character named Ellie. There's like that specific hang upside down scene. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I know where Naughty Dog's stealing all their ideas from. Yeah, now. Not, not yet. We're on to you. We, we, yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> Cracked it. I'd be really curious to see what Logan thinks about all of these connections to The Last of Us. Because <laughs> I don't think he's played Dead Space. We need um, like a beautiful minder that like always sunny from Philadelphia, where the guy just like has all the connections on the wall, but swapping those with Last of Us yeah, and Dead and Space like, Two connections. Mm-hmm. Then they're then they're then they're gonna sit there and be like, how how did how did they still make a better game years before <laughs> this? And then like, how could Last of Us not be as good as Dead Space Two? I wouldn't go that far, but I'll respect the argument. Uh, got him. <laughs> got him. Dunked him. Hot take. Take that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like this introduction to Ellie a lot. I like that there's that moment where like the plasma cut around goes like right mm-hmm. past your head. 
Um, yeah. It's really good. It's super like cheesy mm-hmm. and like 3D movie, like full on, like something comes to the screen, but I like really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like her character a lot. I think she's she's actually yeah. pretty cool. Yeah she, yeah, she becomes a pretty cool character as as mm-hmm. it progresses. Like that first kind of meeting is just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah, so you don't know if she's just gonna be dead yeah. in three minutes. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I felt like she went from like not trusting Isaac or wanting nothing to do with him to like being Isaac's BFF like really fast. Me too. <laughs> I had that exact I was like, thought. Yeah. Like, like two minutes ago, you were like, "Don't follow me," and then. Like help, Isaac! What's going on? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you, the stranger knows you, but that's okay. He can he can hang out with me. Can you like, just yeah. watch him? Sure, yeah. I'll watch <laughs> this crazy guy this because the person I just met yeah. asked me to. Just, speaking of Satanism and whatever the hell he's talking about, talking about yeah. sticking needles in your eyes for twenty five minutes a day. Yeah, yeah, and especially after Isaac was like. Well, let me go with you. I'll we can we'll be better if we work together. She's like, "You're just a liability. Don't follow me." And then suddenly, crazy guy shows up and's like, "Can you watch him?" Sure, sure. That sure. that doesn't seem like an unreasonable ask. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, I don't know. I I like Ellie. I think they they very mm-hmm. much like jump to like, all right, let's just work together. It's fine. Uh, yeah. They jumped to that way too quickly. Yeah. Uh, but, Could have used a couple more chapters of like trust building before the. Uh... I think yeah. there is very much a sense for me, and uh, it's been a minute since I played Dead Space One. But there's like a they they really didn't want to retread the steps they took in Dead Space One, um, because for your reference, like in Dead Space One, you have characters like that are kind of telling you where to go constantly. It's like mm-hmm. this one person at the front, and then it changes halfway through. And they're just like telling you, go here, do this, go here, do that. And you never actually like interact with them face to face. It's all mm-hmm. over comms. Um, so like there's a moment, I think, in another chapter where you actually meet Ellie face to face and like that never happened in Dead Space One. Ever. Okay. <laughs> so it was yeah. it was very much them like, let's get through this, let's like have these characters interact and like let's put them in the same room and like show that we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's also that thing of like when it, this was what I've I've already for, forgotten the year. That's how bad my memory is. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. I was I was gonna say two thousand ten or eleven. I think it, I think it's eleven. Yeah. Yeah. The Skyward Sword like, year. How could I forget? Was, <laughs> <laughs> your dreams. Yeah. It was the same year Green Lan- the Green Lantern game count came yeah, out, guys. Exactly. Come on. Your your dreams. Um, I think it was also that thing of you know obviously now in twenty eighteen you have. You know these big single-player cinematic games like you know freaking Spider-Man and and like stuff that's even come out like again The Last of Us where they have storytelling in video games has come a long way. Mm-hmm. Where like this was yeah. you know for sure in 2011 this was like a big deal of being like whoa two characters on the <laughs> screen talking to each other holy crap you know so immersive and it's you know this that kind of like and then like the interactions between them are kind of like. Even that, even at that time, they were like kind of close to like B movie level mm-hmm. interactions between characters, where it's like, hey, we're we're kind of we kind of don't like each other because of the crazy stuff going on. But I don't know. Let's be friends now. Oh and no! Within, like within like five to ten minutes of seeing each other, you're so like, I, 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 I there's definitely that kind of thing of it's from an era. We're getting like I don't get too ahead of us, but like there's a moment I think right at the beginning of chapter ten. 
where like Isaac has this absurd idea, like the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard. And uh, Ellie's like, "That's a terrible idea." He's like, "Oh, just stick around. I'm full of bad ideas." And I'm like, "What? What line is this? Like, what are you saying?" It's It's a pure. 2011 goodness oh it's so so good that's your one-liners yeah but it's it was in that moment where like the thing i like about isaac i liked it from the first game he looks like a nerd like he looks like an engineer but it it just like reinforced like i don't know if i believe isaac could do any of what i'm doing in this game like even mentions when Isaac says that he's part of the CEC or whatever, and how he was an engineer. Ellie just flat out calls him nerd. <laughs> yeah, and it, this yeah. idea that this engineer is like some super badass, like a warrior against these zombie monsters. Yeah. I just I mean, he, he fought him off on the original ship, so I mean, yeah, he's fair, already striped. I would also yeah, exactly. Uh, he's a warrior. He he has not covered wars, but he's. But he's um, basically that. He's basically um, Frank. Frank West. He's Rambo. He's Rambo. He's space Rambo. Yeah. yeah. PTSD and all. <laughs> but I would also say, like, again, going from, like, he was, like, also his character design is literally every 20, 2011, like, Xbox 360 generation generic, slightly bald white guy. Yeah, white dude with the shaved head. White dude with shaved head protagonist. But, you know, yeah, he was kind of, like, they obviously tried to make him much more of that kind of somewhat action hero esque character, or mm-hmm. like, or I guess there's there's a name for the trope, but of like a a character kind of being whisked into this this role he wasn't really like originally meant to be the like unwilling in this hero. Role. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, in the nurseries, this is getting towards the end of the. Um, chapter nine or chapter six mm-hmm. one of the craziest things i've probably seen in a video game in a long time was when it was in the nursery when the necromorph baby like the mom was calling over the little baby and it was the necromorph baby and the baby crawled over and the mom was like holding her baby and then it exploded and the glass just was like covered in blood i was like holy shit I, I remember Dead Space One had a lot of a lot of stuff like that yeah. in it too yeah I was, I was actually about to ask that i thought like that scene, a scene like that was in Dead Space 1. I could be wrong, but I thought there was, there was definitely like a similar scene of like, I think it introduced like the original babies with like the crazy tentacles in a similar way of like, like a, like some lady, some crazy lady, lazy lady hanging out in a nursery and then like a, that, like a crazy tentacle baby comes up and murders her horribly. Now, it's, I could be wrong, but. It's this moment that I want to ask the question, do you guys remember the advertising campaign for Dead Space 2? Wasn't it wasn't it oh, wasn't it it took it was showing like people's reactions. It was to, people's reactions, but it was a very specific like twist on that idea. Uh, okay, I, I don't remember the twist, but I, but I remember Wasn't I it like your mom will hate it yes, or something? Your mom will hate oh, Dead Space okay. 2. Yeah, and it showed like cuz that's what I remember. I remember it was like showing some like old lady like watching this scene and it was like and it was just kind of showing her face just being like looking at that like the dude she's with like super just like distraught like oh, oh what's happening <laughs> oh goodness yeah i was just like i, I remember that specifically yeah even the time you're just like man all right that's an angle i guess the <laughs> the campaign was called your mom hates dead space 2 there's some some videos that are worth looking up here of like 
older women watching segments of Dead Space 2 and talking about how, how much they disliked it. <laughs> and I, yes. don't, I don't know why this ever happened. Uh, I know it's George really wanted me to talk about this. So. It was. Uh, I do remember that. I remembered... I didn't remember that those specifics, but I did remember like seeing the commercials of like the ladies like freaking out. So like they're like older women for sure. Every time I I think about kind of like the more shocking or like shocking all moments of Dead Space Two, I just flash back to those commercials <laughs> of like moms yelling. Just, yeah, this is just distraught old women. Yeah, distraught distraught old women <laughs> about showed, like horrible gore. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, all right, maybe this game actually just kind of lucked into some of its more moving moments or more powerful moments. Yeah. Because, uh, man, your mom hates Dead Space too. let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she would. Yeah, um, I don't think my mom would be a fan either, so. Yeah, I, I don't think most moms would, so that's fair. That is I fair. A little side tangent. I remember back on the PS2, I had rented Persona 3. And I was playing it in our main room. And for those of you that aren't familiar, there's this item called an evoker in Persona 3 that looked like a gun, and the characters have to shoot themselves in order to use their magic. Well, I was doing that during, like, a boss fight or something. My mom walked by and saw, like, the main character shoot themselves in the head with their invoker gun. And she's like, did that kid just shoot himself in the head? I was like, yeah, Mom, that's how they use their magic. It's like... (laughs) I got such a what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, it's like oh boy. Okay then. Yeah, mom, that's how they use it. Yeah. Their magic is like my go-to line, just in general in life. <laughs> that's what I tell anybody from now on. Whenever they they're like, "What game are you playing? What is happening?" They use their magic. <laughs> they shoot themselves in the head. Why is this woman controlling a hawk with her mind? I don't know. That's how she uses her magic. (laughs) The fuck do you want? That's that's the that's the new subtitles. Yeah, be all end all description. That's how they use their magic. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is how she uses her magic. I don't know. (laughs) Get off my back, mom. Come on. Gosh, you'll never understand. I'm really excited know, for our, found... our our future advertising campaign. Your mom will hate irrational fashions. <laughs> just, she just, she, we're just going to show them clips of, of Tony Horvath and you talking about League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to cut to like, just be like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> like looking at her friend, like really disappointed. Uh, and, then be, and then being like, these guys made 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 like 10 hours of podcast just talking about Super Smash Brothers. Oh my god! <laughs> what are they doing? That's how they use their magic, Mom. They talk about Smash Brothers. He, about Smash Brothers. he makes up dumb bits to work Goku into the game. That's how he uses his magic? <laughs> of course. Oh it makes perfect sense. Yeah, Perfect sense. I'm really excited for the end of Dead Space 2, Scott, when Goku shows up and... Oh, I know, I can't wait. Fights off all the Necromorphs. Just, <laughs> just Kamehameha Spirit bombs the Necromorph. Yeah, yeah. But then gets turned into a Necromorph and then you have to oh, kill him. Oh, man. Yeah, it's oh, fucked man. up. It's crazy. Spoilers. Spoilers. Where were we at? What was happening in Dead Space? Um, basically, maybe <laughs> explodes. Um, there's, we're in like this gym area where we oh, have to yeah. fight off a bunch of necromorphs yeah. after taking oh. down a place. It's like that, an elementary school is the vibe yeah, I got. Yeah. Stage show. Yeah. 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 Um, the, like the kids area where they're like teaching 
young kids on the space station and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Um, then the like one of those big charger guys comes. I think it was like one of the first times you fight that type. Yes, with like yeah, the big like beefy the... arms and the two spots. We, we like on their collar. You have to. We had seen them before, but we hadn't fought yeah. them. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. that was the one that like threw you out into space on the gunship. Yeah, but yeah, thanks, Brandon. But they also have like I don't know how you guys fought them, but at this point, I actually had the buzzsaw. By this point, I know for sure. Because that first one, I had I just stick uh, you stasis on it because like, obviously it charges at you. Mm -hmm. Stasis it, and then if you like go behind it, it, it has like those weird little like nub legs. Legs, yeah. And there's and there's like two little cut corners on those legs that you can just like hmm. shoot at like yellow spots. So I literally just like stunned like uh, stasis it and then went behind it and then just like just cut off, off his legs. <laughs> Like like a cut, fucking like, monster. Like, it's, pretty, it's, it's actually pretty funny footage because it's just me sitting there, just like kind of like jiggling the the thing back and forth between its legs. It's pretty good until, until the light, the legs, the little legs pop off, and then he just kind of like immediately dies from that because they, I guess they couldn't. They get probably him do. I think they do extra damage. Is why. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize. Uh, I forgot about the legs until the mm -hmm. very last time, most recent time we fought them, which was on the Ichimura. Right. Mm -hmm. Which was too late for me. We'll get there. I have a story in that room. <laughs> yeah, it's that's an intense yeah. part. Yeah, that is. Uh, but power goes out, and we have to turn power back on to the train and everything using big giant solar laser collector things. Yeah, um, yeah the, big the solar thing. array. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a really cool. That was a really that's cool, a cool area. Like big, yeah. big puzzle area. Because I think that's like. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't even think in like the original Dead Space there was like. Any kind of like big like you're just out in space, kind of like floating around doing a puzzle. Like there's there's definitely a bunch of anti anti gravity stuff. Yeah, but I don't think there's one where it's like I am exiting out of the ship and like in just now I'm just like out in space like this was. No, I think there's like think one there section like that, um, but it's not as like remember. yeah, it's not as grandiose as this. I'll say like one of the cool things about Dead Space Three uh, is you start on like this big round space station that's like around the the ice planet that you're above and you're going from like uh space station to space station on like these little trams but you can like get out and go into space and go around and find secrets and stuff um oh. and then the rest of it takes place on the ice planet <laughs> and it's not as good um, but the the opening bits of dead space 3 are, are kind of like this and yeah, i was gonna say cool. you were like about to, about to sell me on Dead Space 3, but then you said that. Dead Space 3 like, okay, is worth playing. We're going to talk about it probably more in the last episode just because some frustrations on how this game ends and like how it sets up something cool and then they don't, right. they do not actualize on any of that. Um, but Dead Space 3 is worth a play, I would say, especially if you got a buddy yeah. to play through it with. Um, the elevator of death you have to go up. <sighs> this part sucks so much. Oh my was God. a bitch. This is made my least say, favorite I part of the game. The I guess I had the opposite because I, I, it was tough, but I had, I, I had fun in that part. It's just so, just like I, because I knew what to. I guess I don't know. I guess I was just more, I was more loaded up, and I think I mostly ended up using my pulse rifle in that just because it was, it felt like a quicker way to mm -hmm. just kind of deal with like taking their arms out. Yeah, that's fair. I, uh, I died a lot, but. uh I'm curious, like, this is the, 
the first part where I got to see like one of the like the the finisher deaths that you can experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you have experienced any others throughout the game, but in this one, uh, yeah. like there are different ways uh, for you to die. In this one, the uh, the guys leaning through the window will slash both your arms off and then oh yeah and then your helmet you'll just take your helmet off for no apparent reason and that's, then that's like in all of them yeah and then they'll grab you and throw you out the window into space and then it zooms in on their like weird little face and then it cuts <laughs> to black and i like i remember when the first dead space came out it was like this whole big like almost a feature that they were taunt like touting was Oh, when they get you, they fucking get you real good, and it's real gross. Yeah. And I, I cannot for any under any reason understand like why people are into it. Yeah, I think that was another thing of the era of like yeah. being like yeah, violence like hardcore violence <laughs> is cool, guys. Your mom hates this man. Yeah, <laughs> your mom hates it, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. rebel against the system, the matriarchy. <laughs> I got one. I think it's in the uh, triggered Scott. You got me. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember where honestly this is in the section, but I think it's like uh, you have to like stasis, uh, like or like grab like exploding cans to like shoot at things to like uh, remove tentacles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's in like a later. That might be. It's a. Little, it's a little bit later. It's that's where. You... That's where I. Well, I'll, I'll, I can say, but I got to that one and. Uh, that's where I saw my first one of those super gruesome deaths, and then I'm, a little bit later than that, I got the one from the vomity dudes. Yeah, it's also not like that's another one where like he just was like, "Oh, this thing that vomits everywhere. I'm just gonna take my helmet off while it's like grabbing me in front of my face." <laughs> oh no, it's just vomiting acid down my throat the whole time. Why did I take my mask? <laughs> Why did I take my helmet off? This was such a mistake. I quickly regret this decision. Yeah, I mean, you're just watching this. I was just watching. I'm just like, why is this? Why is this happening? Uh, it's just—it's weird. It's—it's it's in a lot of games. It's in Dead Space Two. It's in Dead Space Three. I think Resident Evil Four has a little bit of those. Um, although I think they were a lot shorter in Dead Space Four yeah. or uh, Resident Evil Four. Um, Tomb Raider 2013 Tomb Raider has these. In Ooh, them. Poor yeah. Lara. Um, which like is one of the most. I remember one of them. Yeah, egregious one. Is it the one where you're going down like you're stuck in a rapids on a river, and then like this yes. fucking wood thing impales your neck oh, and yeah. goes all the way up through your head, and it's like, why is this in this game? Yeah. Uh, I've just like I've always had a really I've always been really turned off to them because it feels like the game itself is just like celebrating your failure so much, and like kind of like. <laughs> making fun of you in, yeah. a, in a really intense way which i guess like some people are into that and i'm like i'm not here to judge or anything um yeah but i remember They're into it man <laughs> like, some people just love it like some people go to slasher horror movies because they want to see how fucking brutally people get murdered and to be fair when i'm playing until dawn and fucking emily is getting her head mm-hmm. torn off i'm fucking screaming and cheering at the top of my lungs <laughs> and i'm not i'm not afraid to admit that but I just like I, it, it it feels so out of place in an action game. I remember, mm-hmm. yeah. One of the reasons I bring up, I remember I sent when I was freelance writing at the time. I sent out a pitch to an editor that I won't necessarily name. Um, that was basically like, hey, like I think this is dumb, and I think this like creates this sense of violence against the player. It's almost like 
hurting the player or creating like a sense of pain for them and it's also making fun of them and that was kind mm. of my angle with it and he basically said that <laughs> like i don't want to i don't want to put words in his mouth but it was like i th- i feel like this opinion is dumb <laughs> and i'd rather not i'd rather not have you write this on our website um and i was like okay i guess i'll just never read Thanks. this website again. okay <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's, it's weird that some people have such an affinity for it. I guess that's, that's it for me. Yeah. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. I think it's definitely a genre thing because like in Mortal Kombat with the x-ray moves and things like that, like I am all about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can definitely see, I can see the, how it's kind of punishing the player in a way. By making it's like you failed so hardcore. This is what's going on. This is what's happening to you. It, it weirdly makes more sense to me in a player versus player environment, right? Like mm-hmm. when you pull off a, a fatality on your friend, I think it is like it's such a gruesome thing, but it's also like a tricky thing to pull off. So everyone mm-hmm. kind of appreciates the the skill put into it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also it's just like a it, it is more friendly. I think it is more you were fighting against a friend or another player, and it's there's like a camaraderie there. Uh, here it's like the game pushing back against you in this weird, like yeah. sadistic way. And I just don't know. I guess it just doesn't. It doesn't hit with me. People who like horror yeah. like no, that, I'm, though. So yeah, no, I'm definitely with you. And I think it's also that thing of uh, this might also be a thing of just time having passed since this game has come out. And I don't really like it. I more so don't like. It. It's like all right, I lost. I get it. Let me just let me just get right back into the game and, and try again. Where like when you get these, you're just like sitting there for like you know almost like a couple minutes, like watching you be watching just horribly. Yeah, it's tired. like a full forty five seconds of murder. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I just I just I just like don't care and like it makes me uninterested and I just like pull my phone out. Well, it's just like I let me let me just like yeah. I've seen this once. Let me just kind of like skip smash it. a button and go skip ahead. Yeah. What I've started doing is when something like that's starting to happen, or I I'm at the beginning of that death animation, I just pause and then reload, reload checkpoint. checkpoint. Yeah. Reload checkpoint. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's cool. No shame in that. Uh, no shame. Yeah, I want to say I have done that, but not in those situations. I've done it in like, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to die embarrassingly at this point where I shouldn't have probably died. <laughs> so let me just pause it and restart there. I'll say for the most part, though, shout out to Dead Space 2. One, good load times. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey yeah. on the side. The load times in that game are not good. <laughs> Uh, especially by comparison, but also uh, the checkpoints are pretty good with a couple of exceptions. Um, yeah. The checkpoints are, are pretty good. And I'm like, okay, like it has those kind of modern uh, points that a, a modern video game has. When you think back like two years before this or three years before this 2008, when GTA four came out, little did we know we lived in a world where we had the worst checkpoints of all time <laughs> and only until you get to the final mission of gta 4 do you realize like oh no this game is terrible <laughs> oh, I'm so- sorry i had to throw out a take real quick dead space 2 got me spicy right now yeah dead space 2 brings out the, the vapors spice. yeah yeah it brings out the spice um one of the cool things in Chapter 7 that I really enjoyed, a unique take, was when you had to take the corpse of that guy to the scanner to unlock the door, 
Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I used that guy's corpse and I just flung him through all the mines. Me too. Yeah. So I was just <laughs> walking with a, a dripping torso of this dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like, blowing it up during blowing it up in mines yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the horror that is it was like, like a companion cube. Exactly. It's basically a companion cube, only it didn't get like totally vaporized at one point. Um, mm-hmm. It is, it's like that kind of more subtle horror of like, not necessarily anything the game is making you do, but just what the player is choosing to do is really the most horrific yeah. part about it. It's like, wow, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an asshole right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm you fucked could have, up. You could have gone through these other ways, other ways, like a, a bunch of other ways, but instead you're just using a, a corpse. Yeah, I could have shot the mines, but I had this perfectly good lifeless torso just in my kinesis that I could... Pearl place and this guy's arms that I angrily stomped off, yelling at yeah. the top of my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think all of Chapter Seven is pretty good. Now I'm looking back at, at your handy list here, Scott. I felt like the yeah. whole AI thing with all the doors being locked was kind of useless filler. Was that, I wasn't a huge fan of that. Was that where you had to like take the little cubes out? Yeah, you had to take the cubes out and like restart that. Oh right, yeah. that energy core or something, so it would fuck up the AI that was in charge of everything. So it would unlock the door, so you could get to the solar panels. Yeah, I it's... did. I did. Um, I'm sorry. I did like no. um, in the in that scene though when they did they did that little trick, kind of like what they did in Dead Space One, where they had like kind of the they had a lot of like weird like skittering sounds all over mm-hmm. the place to kind of throw you off. Where it has that scene where once you do the puzzles and then you're like walking back to the vent to go out, there's just like you just see like a, a, a necromorph just like hanging out at the window, like mm-hmm. it's like in the the place you're coming back to. So you're just like, oh crap! Mm-hmm. And you come yeah. out and it's, and it's not there. You're just like, oh man, yeah. they're coming. Yeah, you know something something's something's about to go down. So that was <laughs> I, that was a, a fun little mm-hmm. moment at least. But yeah, I also kind of agree that it was like a weird and. It was, it was unnecessary like, bloat. Yes. Yeah. It was just more was like shit a, you had to do. It it didn't serve any real purpose. The whole thing was just an extended way to unlock a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, had they swapped that out with just one of the decrypt things where you push your arm into things and you get those three little right. unlocks yeah. things, replace it with that and you would have lost nothing from the game. It's another, That's like... True thin of the era too of like i I feel like there were a lot of especially Mm -hmm. ea games like single player campaign video games that had to be like 15 hours long like i think of Mm -hmm. my biggest one is like uh wolfenstein Uh, i feel like those are like modern games that still do that um but like video games are so much shorter now but they're also like so much tighter and more satisfying i think mm-hmm. uh it's like the comparison of like uncharted 3 to uncharted 4 like because i don't love uncharted 3 but mostly because it just has all these sections in it that are totally unnecessary uh and i feel mm-hmm. like four front to back everything kind of feels a little bit more important as you're going through yeah. it and less bloated definitely um but yeah i think like dead space one is way more uh, a culprit of that like i think there's way more like ah, i feel like i'm just going to a room to do a thing <laughs> like like yeah i i feel like this this has no purpose where i think mm-hmm. the the yeah. environments in dead space 2 
Um, there's still stuff like that, but I think they, they do a much better job of keeping things changing or evolving as you're going through yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Dead Space, what I remember is a lot of like, go to this room to either, yeah, like, like do like a weird little arbitrary puzzle like this or to see like a single jump scare mm-hmm. of a thing dropping out that you immediately kill and then you just like walk to <clears throat> keep going it's which like you could argue that's this but i think it's i dead space 2 it is a handful of that but it's also there's like a lot more going on to it than that for sure yeah one thing evolution i'd, I'd bring up because i don't know if you remember mike and you you may not know scott like all the zero g sections and dead space one mm-hmm. you don't have like little jetpacks at all in those you literally yeah. shoot from flat surface to flat surface and like you yeah. you oh, wow. you can't stay or hover in the air you just go from point to point um so like all of the the zero g kind of exploratory areas especially like we get mm-hmm. a ton in these five chapters all of that is like totally new to Dead Space Two, and all of it's very good. I think. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of uh, the zero G stuff, once we unlock the door and escape, it's time to realign those solar panels, and we go outside for, like you guys were saying earlier, one of the coolest, at least up to this point, one of the coolest experiences so far. I think of this game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole being solar able to just kind of fly cool. around and that's definitely a standout moment compared to just like you know like a boss fight or like fighting a bunch of dudes it was kind of like a cool mm-hmm. use of all of the use of like we're on a big space station have this person go out in space actual space yeah yeah and also it gave like, a really good sense of scale to the whole yeah. area you've been exploring yeah because you're like on titan like you're on this moon and this huge station is spread throughout this whole moon it's yeah you get a really good sense mm-hmm. of it um and then we get our first taste of those like spawning flesh things that would shoot those like worm missiles at you those guys suck yeah. also those yeah. are fun yeah uh but luckily they die pretty quickly so yeah they were they yeah. were pretty quick um, and then we have to evacuate the solar panels because it turns into a giant solar beam. Um, and we get to launch ourselves through space yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely like, I honestly can't remember. There might be another one after this. I think that's the last at, one. That's, yeah, I think that's what I thought too. Cause it's definitely like the cool, like the coolest one of like, dodging debris and then it, ha- it has like the going through the debris massive, mm-hmm. yeah giant massive piece like comes through and you have to line yourself to go through the tunnel but also like then you crash down through like a vent yeah and then you land on your feet and it's Im- superhero landing yeah it's yeah, a superhero like landing the superman land where you like crouches down on one knee but like you hear monsters everywhere and like immediately you have to get ready because shit's going down yeah and i love yeah, it yeah. and like it just doesn't stop and like that whole section is awesome. Yeah, that was a pretty cool part. Yeah, the the downfall or like the low point of that chapter seven for me was the extended door opening sequence, but the rest of it was really, really strong. I felt. Yeah, I think the elevator part definitely <laughs> I did not like either. But uh, seven chapter seven is like a very long chapter, so. Yeah, that was that was the thing I was gonna get. Uh, well, probably definitely into the next chapter. That was like weird to me. And it might have just stood out to me more maybe when I was because I was recording all of the footage and like typing it out and all that. Um, there are like weird like differences in like chapter lengths. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Like and it's like very confusing, especially with like the next one, eight, where like 
chapter seven was pretty long. Like I would say it was probably like at least like an close to an hour ish or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think chapter six and seven were like the long hour long ones. And chapter chapter ten is also really long. Yeah, well, yeah, we get that. But like chapter eight was like probably only like twenty minutes or something like that. It's pretty the shortest chapter so far easily. Yeah, Yeah, it was. It was really just maneuver yourself through like this processing plant you had to maneuver around some giant blades but outside of that then it was attaching little rockets to closed doors so you could continue to float through them that's pretty good that was pretty cool yeah it was definitely a cool use of all the zero g stuff it's cool they introduced that mechanic Mm -hmm. too because i'm pretty sure that comes back in the last five chapters at some point Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Um, uh, and then we reunite with Ellie and Strauss. Meet them in person. It, yeah. yeah actually, the meet space. You actually see them, see video people, other human beings in the. In a Dead Space with, video game, yeah. In a Dead Space video game. Because, like, <laughs> Dead Space 3, you can play all co op, so, like, you have a dude with you the whole time, right? Mm hmm. So. Yeah, and this was, like, the this is the first time you interact, Isaac interacts with another human. <laughs> <laughs> dead space like outside of like obviously the opening uh opening stuff but yeah right you actually are physically near a person and they don't get blown up by an airship so yeah <laughs> for at least about two minutes anyway because you're off the three of you are off on a transport to get to where you need to go but yeah. wah, wah, it gets stuck shocking nobody yeah um, yeah this, yeah, this, and is, this, this is, is this is the super shitty stalker room (laughs) this is the one with the fucking brutal checkpoint (laughs) and it's i know because i died like you know the like the weird wall embedded guy at the end i died to him and i had to do the whole room over again i was like i'm pretty sure that happened to me too uh see what what i ended up doing is after like the first wave i just exited the room and used the save point and then walked back in smart yeah Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I how what's a good way to kill those embedded guys? Because I feel like I dump so much ammo into them and they don't die. It's the explosive barrel. Like usually, when you're fighting those guys, there is an explosive tank nearby. If you just hit them with it, they'll die in one shot. Um, so in okay. that room, like because you're coming in at like the corner, the embedded guys mm-hmm. in the upper corner, like right in the left corner across from him, is an yeah, explosive barrel, barrel yeah. that you can grab and toss at him. Okay. Um, and I did not realize those glowing blue things were like stasis pod things. Stasis like grenades, and... yeah. It's like, whoa, that's cool. Those help for those guys, the embedded guys too. I don't know. Uh, fun, fun fact about the embedded wall monster dudes: if you go near them at all, they auto kill you in the worst yep. way in the entire game, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do they kill you? Uh, it's a they like grab you and like rip you like. So, like I think they rip your inside out. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't get that one, but I I just got like a, a like a like a weird red tentacle just kind of came out and just kind of like smacked my head off. Yeah, they'll just <laughs> like an instant, just like whoosh, and it just like just kind of like smacked my head. It just went just went off. Yeah, they wail. It's very it's very unsettling. Yeah, they're they're definitely the most easily the most messed up. I'll say like, like this stalker room. In this. The the stalker room is like the hardest, maybe the hardest room up until this point. But it's also like one of my favorite encounters. Mm-hmm. Like it is just 
it is never not stressful because you you come in and there's like those little mouth pod things that shoot the yeah, grenades like yeah. and as yeah. soon as the last one dies the stalker spawn and it like they just yeah. start coming at you from behind you from in front of you and it's really that like i don't know what to do like i, I can't manage this situation and yeah it's like very stressful and it's like and it's like such a like kind of and they like purposely make it like a weird maze like room where you kind of have to like circle up one way and come back around and kind of like weed through some stuff because so you're very much going to like run into a bunch of them no matter what yeah and like they're, it's, very... it's not like the previous two where you can kind of like lock up against a corner you can but it's still not easy and then yeah. those mm-hmm. the two corners that you want to lock out of the dudes with grenade arms come out of the vents right next to you and you're like well shit uh yeah uh so it's like it's one of the most like it, it is pushing you and pushing on different parts of it it's not impossible but it's very difficult i just really like that encounter yeah i thought it was the first encounter that i felt i had to like really use some strategy like i couldn't rely like you were saying i can't just hunker down in a corner and have them charge at me yeah like i had it was i had to manage all my different weapons and what ammo i had what would be best against this guy in this situation it was the first situation I really started taking advantage of my stasis power. Yes. It's like, Dude. okay, I can see how this is helpful. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I did have a ball with it. It made me, and I don't know if there is, there's not like a challenge mode or anything. Is there in this game? No, but there are like different um, achievements type things that you can do. Like there are different trophies. You get one. So there's a hardcore mode that sets the difficulty to hard mode but makes it so you only have three saves the entire game. And if you die, you reload from your last save, not from the last checkpoint. Um, So, like, the hardcore mode, I would guess, is the closest to a challenge mode. Um, There are no challenge maps, as far as I know. But there is multiplayer. (laughs) Yes, there is. E8, but if you have the pass. Yeah, we should see if... (laughs) We can play this multiplayer. <laughs> that, would be, that would be cool. Just because I, w- I want to know. Yeah, I don't even know how that would work. I think it's yeah. I think it's like a like a wave based survival. I think it's like a horde mode too. Uh, okay, that could actually be pretty fun be to fun. tag, throw on to the end of uh, as like a bonus episode or something. Yeah, I really like a stream or, uh, that we could do. Yeah, I'm curious, Trying Alex. When did you? change from hard difficulty uh so we're kind of coming up on it there's a very specific like again a whole moment uh probably know what it is but like uh, multiple things happened to get there so the chapter nine ends with the the soiree connected you're you're taking the railway to the Mm -hmm. other half of titan station where earth gov or whatever the fuck it's called is um where tideman is and then he uses a solar beam (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to blow up the railing mm. uh, that the the tram is on. So um, in the chapter nine, you pass by the Ishimura docked at Titan Station, and and Isaac's like, um, what the fuck is what this doing is, here? Yeah, what, is, what is this doing here? Like, oh yeah, that was a it was attacked by terrorists. Yeah, that was like, yeah, did you hear? It's way uh, fucked no. up. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> which is a great all this sh- a great moment but then yeah. when the railing gets destroyed Isaac's like immediately the first thing he thinks of is wait yep. let's go back I'll get on the Ishimura 
it used to be a, a planet mining ship, so I will just use its planet mining gravity lasers to pull the station, the whole station, closer to us, and then it'll reattach the rails and we'll go across. Totally reasonable conclusion yeah, yeah. to make. I mean, what what else would you do there? Like what? <laughs> I might. You know, don't 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 use your crazy thrusters or anything. Your suit thrusters just fly over there. Yeah. Fly everyone over there or anything. Just no. Uh, my go onto the ship where all your well, where your mining lasers girlfriend has been haunting you died and yeah your personal all, nightmares all live. Yeah. Um, my last note that I took is Isaac's idea to use the Ishimura tether to pull the station towards each other. It's not only insane but ludicrously specific. <laughs> like I understand he spent like he's an engineer, man. He knows it all. One really long day on the Ishimura, and he's very <laughs> familiar with it. I don't give a shit. This is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Um, but he's an engineer. He's a nerd. He knows it all. Hey, he's a nerd. Yeah. He's MacGyver it's, in space. It's on the Ishimura was when I like changed difficulties. Um, I love the Ishimura. Everything about it is perfect. Like, they're perfect recreations of the opening yes. areas of Dead Space 1 for your it reference, was, Scott. I was wondering if those the areas you yes. walk through are the same or... The exact from... same. Yeah, they are. And it was, that, it was a really impressive thing even now coming back to it and being like, it's been a long time since I played this, probably since it's come out, but it's been that just amount of time for dead space one also i played that when it originally came out and just like going walking through ishimura again and like walking into a room immediately being like i remember what happened here like i could still remember that it's like definitely a testament to the quality of those that game yeah it's like very much Mel your solid four like shadow moses mm -hmm. it is very much um like uh oh i forgot the other comparison but um, you're like going back to this area and like the save stations are the same way they are from Dead Space 1. The door unlock thing changes to look like Dead Space 1. It's very good. Um, That's cool. And it, what's great is after you spend like 10 hours on the Ishimura in Dead Space 1 you're like man I don't think they could ever make the Ishimura meet more creepy but the cleaning crew coming through with the black lights and like the white tarps oh, yeah. over the walls and everything is like this very like this place was fucked up and yeah it's still and fucked someone up. had an orgy they, yeah they do, like, yeah they, <laughs> exactly they did, they did and they did like the really smart thing of like giving you like a pretty long opening to that segment of just nothing, nothing. like you're not fighting anything you're just walking back through the ship so that was one of the yeah no sorry go ahead yeah i was gonna say probably maybe since you didn't play the first one scott it didn't maybe hit you as much but that was definitely like like a really good thing really cool and like really smart thing to do of just like you're walking back through this ship and you're like recognizing all the areas from the game and you're you're seeing like the the like again when it, in the last episode i talked about there and they're all over the ship you can kind of recognize like the weird vents that necromorphs always pop up and you, but you can see them like all like like vent like taped over with like the big white plastic cloth like mat and all that stuff yep and like you like walk into rooms and like they you and you know you you walk through like that initial area and even go, go up and like uh like the opening of dead space is pretty like dramatic like when how it first introduces like the necromorphs like you like get off a ship and you're like in this thing and you're you're like closed off from the people you came with and you just like press and you like go up and press that same like uh like PC screen where like all of them are like getting horribly murdered in front of you on the other side. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. 
and like you get you walk through that area and then it does you walk into that um engineering which is the first place that you go to in dead space one and you go through the same elevator down and you go through the same hallway where you have to like run from necromorphs because it's before you have a weapon in the first one uh and it's like just as fucked up like the the scars from that fight that you had there are still there um but obviously like there's no one there uh and then yeah that engineering the room where you go down the elevator and there's the bench like that's the room where you get the first plasma cutter um in dead space one and it's like where you get where it's like the um like where you get anti-contaminated or cleansed or whatever it's just before then it's like when you first Um. go down the elevator and uh the bench is there uh and it's kind of like there's like a raised platform and like that's the room where it's like you pick up the plasma cutter and someone drawed it, drew it in blood on the wall. It says shoot their limbs. Uh, so like, that's a very infamous room in dead space, uh, history. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's even, really cool. That, that, that next thing where they, where there is content, where you go into the contaminated thing. And that's like another scene, which they kind of play with where you go into it for the first time in two and like you're like oh man something's gonna happen and you hear bangs happening off in the, in yeah. the distance but nothing happens it, nothing happens where like i'm pretty sure in the first game they that's like when you get for, attacked for the first it's time when you have to defend yourself yeah for the first time but then of course you, you you come back there later when you're escaping and that's i i died in that room a bunch of times yeah. too. <laughs> just because i was like low on stuff it's it's really good like there there are new areas to the ishimura too like medical is um the the place where you find find nicole in the first game and that's like the last area you go to it's also one of the sections you go through here Mm -hmm. so um they they play they don't spend too much time on the ishimura too it's literally just this chapter and then it's done um but they play around with a lot of different parts of dead space uh, one and two here. Um, but the section where you first encounter enemies uh, in, in on the Ishimura is where I had to change the difficulty. So it's like a big, long hallway that's very opened up. Um, yeah. And it's funny, I remembered, like, oh, yeah, this is the room where you first fight dudes <laughs> in Dead Space 2 yeah. because, like, I was so fucking tense the first time I played through Dead Space 2. I'm like, mm-hmm. I something has to attack me please because i'm so riled up um so i very specifically remember the room where you actually start fighting again on the ishimura so i go through the room the big boys come at you the big Mm. gorilla guys um i use all of my ammo on them (laughs) and then i there's like six dudes just left and i have i have literally no ammo and nothing so i'm like I go back to the opening of the room where the door is and I'm picking up boxes and just throwing them at guys. (laughs) And I do this for about 10 minutes and then I leave and I go all the way back to like the tram that takes you to the Ishimura because I'm like, there's Mm got to be a fucking store, something where I can get ammo because I have nothing. Uh, There was nothing. So I went back and I'm like, cool, I guess I just got to melee these guys. (laughs) And I just started punching them. Um, but that's when you're fighting like the super necromorphs, like the all black and gooey ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and they do not, they don't go down like ever on yep. hard mode pretty much. Um, so then I just started progressively dropping the difficulty level over and over again until I could just beat my way through all these dudes. <laughs> I landed on easy and I got like just so much ammo so quickly 
And I was just like, you know what? This is pretty nice. I'm actually, I'm going to hang out here for a little while. I'm just going to see how I'm doing on easy mode personally in my own life. Yep. Uh, And I've been on easy mode. Yeah. Uh, And like, I'll tell you this, the super necromorphs, you shoot them once in the legs and they just go out. It's fucking crazy. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. Even, even on normal, those things. Those are, those are sponges. Yeah. Those are definitely the like out by C one. I'm immediately just gonna stasis it and just put a buzzsaw, a buzzsaw blade spinning in its head. <laughs> just another, and never, never, another never clip. letting it leave until it dies. Yeah, just, yep. never look back. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that was me, my journey from hard to easy, and and <laughs> how quickly it happened. Honestly, yeah. I don't blame you because that that section was pretty rough for me too. Of, mm-hmm. uh, going there and then uh, you, you you see the first big guy i think i had a similar situation even on normal of like i took the first one down but that used up most of my ammo and so i i started moving down the hallway and then the second one just starts charging at you and i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna try running past this and see see how it goes <laughs> and then some and dudes show up and then you just run past them yep and then just like a super one shows up and uh, a big a big the big i think an, another one that starts showing up that we didn't talk about was like the big fat ones yeah the ones oh with, yeah with if, the, you, if you shoot him in the stomach mm-hmm. all the tiny dudes come out and that's just uh it's annoying those, those are those are bad ones too to run into yeah javelin on the ground and the electricity oh yeah that I, that I just take out their arms good. like if, if you can take out their arms then mm-hmm. they just they just go down i'll take out their little nubbly legs and then they're just like crawling with the two sword arms yeah. and i just shoot one of the arms off so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm really curious, Scott. What did you think of the chapter ten section of of Dead Space Two? I I liked how in the beginning there was no combat. I thought, and I I got kind of tense. It's like, okay, it's been way too long since I've killed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I knew that walking through it, I just kept feeling and thinking. Had I played the first one, this would probably mean a lot more mm-hmm. than what it does to me. Uh, it was still cool to see everything. I like the idea of what it was and um, how it was like decontaminated. And I'm very curious how, uh, like the story about why it was said it was a terrorist attack and that whole, how that all will resolve itself. Yeah. Um, looks very cool i i wish i had played the first one just so i would have that connection like that you guys have mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um it was a cool area it was a nice little change of pace from the the center and the tone and vibe and everything shifted so i i appreciated all that i think the cool part too is like you can always go back to the first one like oh yeah the yeah. the thing is like the uh, obviously the big kind of twist of that game is that Nicole is dead, but um, mm-hmm. that you learn that before the end of that game, and also, <laughs> I have you thought about the ending of Dead Space One recently, Mike? I'm just curious, like when you um, when you go down to the planet and everything that happens there. So I, I don't remember that much of it, but I remember I I just remember like it ends with the dumb, like uh, yeah, like it ends with him like getting in a ship right and like he's like starting to go down mm-hmm. and then and then isn't it like then, then it's just like a really dumb jump scare of like her, like the 
yeah version of his girlfriend like freaky like jumping up in his face but i remember i remember that but i don't remember like the other part there's like a whole planet section of dead space one where you go down to the planet that the ishimura is mining that no one ever talks about outside of that game so like you honestly i don't even remember that. you still have surprises going back to the first one and, and playing it like i think there's stuff that you won't expect um and i think that's cool yeah, sounds mm-hmm. good. Uh, Dead Space 3 is alright. I'm just going to say that again. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's got problems. You fight people in that game and it sucks. It's like, well, this is just a third person shooter. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what I heard. What you also have to unlock the, like, the rotation on the plasma cutter. It doesn't rotate by default. You have to like mo- put a mod on it to let it do that. That's super stupid. That's gonna say yeah. Throw that game in the trash. It's really dumb. I agree. If, Plus, if only you had like a wrist that could rotate, you know, <laughs> ninety degrees. The, the thing is, like, once you unlock that rotation, it it is like equally as effective as it is in Dead Space Two or One. Like, you can absolutely still like cut limbs in Dead Space Three. They just don't give you the ability to do it from the beginning. It's like why? <laughs> weird. Yeah, that is weird. But back to Dead Space 2, we have to restore the centrifuge to power the massive super mining tether. gravity thing. Tether, the gravity tether, tether I think. The gravity tether. Um, yeah. And then on the way out after we do that, we get trapped in the decontamination room and lots of baddies break through the glass. And Shout out to the big like sp- spinning gravitational thing that you turn on though. That's cool. That was a cool puzzle, having to put in the various pipes and having them all line up mm-hmm. yeah. so it would Just turn on. I thought that, that was room. pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. Um, another like survival room and through the deca- decontamination room, and then we're back to the medical area because Ellie jinxed it, saying, oh, it's a straight shot to... or don't go to the medical area because that's where everyone's... or all the necromorphs are flooding in from, and... Of course. Lo and behold, on the tram, something's blocking our way, so we have to stop at medical to go through. Yep. I right, shout out to you. The tram is what you take between chapters in Dead Space One. Uh, yeah. And they brought it back just for like one part, small part, which is cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's this whole thing. I don't know if it's in Dead Space Two, but in the first Dead Space, all the chapters have titles. If you take the first letter of all the titles of the chapters, it like lines up like a, a message hidden in the game. Dead Space 1 yeah, is real right. buck wild. I'm just thinking about Dead huh. Space a lot more. Mm-hmm. It really gets you thinking. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I like the part where he's like, I'm going to go up to the captain's deck and just tether the uh, the whole other part of Titan and then I'll just get out in an escape pod. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just like such poor planning. Everything about this is absurd already, and he's like, "I'll just fucking risk it with an escape pod." Yeah, <laughs> and then you get hurled. Well, you don't get hurled through space. You're just in your suit, you're in the escape pod. But the escape pod crashes, and Ellie contacts you, and Strauss is trying to stab her eye with a screwdriver, and that ends chapter ten. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite a place to end it. Of just like the strap, you just see like a little screen, a little like you know TV or like mm-hmm. hologram screen pop up, and just Strauss with like a screwdriver at Ellie's eye, one of Ellie's eyes, and 
just like, ah, oh, Strauss, like yelling at him, and then it just cuts <laughs> out. And chapter 11 comes up, and you're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to end it here. <laughs> yeah, well, pause. It's funny, like, I think stopping after the end of chapter 9, like, when we know we're going to go on to the Ishimura might have been a better breaking off point, but... Yeah, I thought about that too, but it was still... Knowing how I was, it... I was happy. Yeah, knowing how it goes from here, uh, like, we've got a nice little chunk left. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. That's still to go down, for sure. That space is cool. Yeah, I'm having a fun yeah, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of... It's starting to feel a bit aged with me with these five chapters where it's very, oh, we have a we have a goal, we have an objective, and we can do everything to meet that objective, and then oh darn, something happens right at the end. Yeah. So we have to do something completely different so we can then meet up and do stuff. And just it's an it's I'm feeling its age. I felt its age more in this these five chapters than I did before because it's just like. Oh, seriously, you can't find a different way. You have crazy weapons, and you can't, like, blow out the glass right here to get to... Because one of the points is Ellie was on the other side of, like, a glass with Strauss, and the door was jammed or something. And there was just, like, a wide thing of glass right there, but it's like, oh, I have to go around because I can't get in there. It's like, you have... At this point, I had, like, javelin launchers, I had the buzzsaw, I have plasma cutters, I had all mm-hmm. this crazy stuff, and it's like, we couldn't just, you know, break the glass? Because when you circle back around, of course, Ellie's been attacked while she's in that room, and there's, like, pieces of, like, like necromorph going through the glass and all the, and yeah. holes in it, and it's like, really? I could have <laughs> just, like, broken the glass? Yeah, there's a whole lot of... One of the weapons I had, like, my military-grade, like, pulse rifle, I couldn't just shoot it a shit ton. No, a lot of that good video game logic. flesh aliens. Yeah. Break, like, break glass. They have the power. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, those dudes popping up, just breaking the elevator windows, just never stopping. With their, yeah. their weird arms. I, like... like... Yeah, I... I I respect the the video game logic of Dead Space. It's very yeah, much mm-hmm. like it is. You're totally right. It's yeah. like of an era. Yeah, it's, it's very video gaming. It's video video game logic. It's very like turn of the 2010s. Like, here's how we're gonna make first person or third person shooter campaigns. Like, it's gonna be a whole lot of going mm-hmm. to press a button and then something getting in your way. <laughs> yeah. How can we justify the increased price of these video games for $60? How can I justify this online pass? <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> we gotta play some Dead Space 2 multiplayer. Yeah, we gotta see, figure that out. Wait, we're, we're, we're playing on different stuff, aren't we? I'm on PS3. Uh, I'm playing on PS3. Okay, well you guys can try it. I'm on Xbox. Womp womp. Womp womp. It's alright. We'll, we'll still try. I, I I got a feeling that you're not going to miss much. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. Probably. I, feel, I feel okay about that. Make this an extra life segment where the three of us play Dead Space oh, Two multiplayer. Oh, <laughs> well, we would have to we would have to land it up or something. Oh, it's got to be at spooky o'clock at three a.m. <laughs> Spoon up some Dead Space. Yeah, you know. Being like, yeah, that's. A, I'm I'm glad the this multiplayer didn't exist ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I literally don't remember what it was. Jesus. Um, cool. Dead Space. The end of Dead Space 2, I don't remember yeah. at all. So. Yeah, neither do I. 
Uh, let's see I how it goes. Four on four multiplayer, I guess. Jesus. Oh boy. Um, giving players a choice to play as human members of the Sprawl security team or evil necromorph forces. Alright. Uh, so it's maybe like a Left 4 Dead kind of thing? I do remember playing this very briefly. I, I did not touch this. Uh, I think I reviewed Dead Space 2. Um, oh shit, man. Maybe that's gotta be the, a segment on the third episode. Is read Alex's review of Dead, <laughs> yeah, Dead Space 2. There, yeah. Holy shit. We, I mean, we did have you read your uh, top 10 list from 2011 in the first episode. It'd be good bookends to have you read your review of Dead Space 2 in the finale. It was true. Uh, I don't know. I, I f swear I wrote one, but I, I don't see it. Google did not provide results, but <laughs> if there is one, I will certainly try and find it. I think awesome. I did review the, the severed DLC for Dead Space 2, which is pretty is good. Is that story DLC? Yeah. It's, um, I think it takes place just before Dead Space 2 starts. I think it's like the fall of the uh, the Titan Station. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty good. I thought so. Interesting. It's short, but it's, it's pretty good. Cool. Well... With that being said, I think that's going to draw this episode to a close. Next time, we will be finishing Dead Space 2 and announcing our next game in the lineup. I got to think. I got to figure yes. that part out. <laughs> I'll let you know. I did not remember that yeah. I had to pick something. You are the Look next. forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for everybody. It's going to be great. <laughs> Whatever it, it is. is. It's going to be awesome. But everyone, what on the sand? Please be desert bus. <laughs> These are all great options. I don't know why. Why I'm laughing. Mike, Alex, tell the good people where they can find you on the interwebs. Um, I host a podcast called Irrational Passions Podcast, where we talk about video games every week. Uh, we might have Mike on a recent episode where we talked about Dead Space, uh, but mostly we talked about Destiny, the better space game. <laughs> <laughs> Mike scratches his neck because yeah, he's getting those twitches, man. He's, he's like, oh, I'm getting that hankering for fucking Destiny. I would, go, I would slow down on the best space game. Best Destiny space game, there. Destiny 2. Um, right. Friendship Ruiner, Destiny 2. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm on Twitter, Alfighter27. We, we're on Podcast Ultimate. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> at some point, we're going to figure out some Smash Brothers news and talk about it. Oh boy, I got some ideas, but we'll see. It's a lot of rumors out there, so we'll figure it no, out. I don't, there? Wanna, I, don't do, I don't wanna do too many of those. Yeah, it's true. What about you, Mike? Um, yeah, you can find me pretty much all the a lot of the video stuff on rationalbashes.com, on youtube.com slash rationalbashes.com, probably where you're watching this. You can see a lot of the cool video stuff we do there, I do there. Um you can follow me at, at Mike Hits the Wall on Twitter. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I tweet some, but not that much. Really, in the you got some. You got some solid gold tweets, though. Yeah, I, I try. I, that's what I try for. I think you I, got I, some. I, don't, I, I do quality over quantity. There you go. I'm certainly quantity over quality. So, <laughs> so somebody's got to do it. <laughs> what about you, Scott? The balance. For me, you can of course find me on Video Game Book Club. I'm also Professor RPG on Irrational Passions. 
You can find me on Twitter at SolidSnake120, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash SolidSnake120, and you can also find us, me, uh, occasionally popping in, and the Rational Passions Twitch. 